Oh, wig. It's hot local singles. Hot. Welcome to Hot Local Singles, the podcast about the gay cold. I'm Josh. Juan will be back next week for the Juan heads out there. But for the Josh heads and for the James heads, <laughs> hi, howdy. We've got a little something different. Yeah, hi, James. What's up? What's up? Hi, Joshie. <laughs> How you been? How's, uh, how's New York? Oh, it's just, um, well, the gay cold is really sweeping Brooklyn, etc. Etc. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. We will talk about the gay cold. I've been, I've been following. I've been riveted. Um, we're going to talk about Slater's album, Clara's dog, um, some other shit too. Lana's birthday. We're recording this on Tuesday, but um, this is James dot com on Twitter, the Twitter app. That's me. Um, very funny. Always, always got the right vibe. Which is hard to have. Pass the vibe check. Every time, honestly. So here he is. You might know him. This is James. Yeah, thanks for having me. So as a New Yorker, yes, we do have to talk about the gay cold. This is, we're getting right into it. This is uh, not COVID, allegedly. Allegedly. But it is something that gay guys who are hanging out with a lot of fucking gay guys are getting. Right. So thoughts? Have you had it, first of all? So thankfully I've been spared. I did get vaxxed. I've been staying home still. No, just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so a friend of mine apparently tested negative for COVID and negative for strep. So that just leaves, I don't know what it could be, the common cold. But that doesn't sit right with me either. No. No, it seems worse. It's like, um, I keep seeing people saying it's like a combination of like bronchitis and like the flu it just like it sounds eerily similar to something that's been plaguing the nation you know um exactly and someone said on twitter that they <laughs> they had it for like a week and they had to boil water and put essential oils in it to really relieve their chest pain which doesn't sound like the common cold <laughs> to me personally but <laughs> james is sipping for the for the record <laughs> yeah it sounds rough um but that said i'm so jealous of the parties like so, like, where does that leave me, you know? Because Toronto's still not open, right? Or is it? It's, like, it's not open. Like, long story short, like, retail's opening up. 15% capacity, 1.5. It's, like, yeah, the lines at, like, Valley Village are just impossible. Fascist, even. <laughs> so should I read some, like, influencer tweets about gay cold? Because, like, the only reason I know about this is essentially the memes, like, people joking about the gay cold. And I do think it's funny Right. I do think it's funny. Until it's not, and someone um, is the first casualty of the gay cold, but until then... Someone on Twitter. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. We have, like, Sam Stryker here uh, saying <laughs> the gay cold showing up during Pride Month, and it's, like, some fucking shit from Scream Queens, I don't know. <laughs> Emma Roberts, she says, surprise, bitch. Hilarious stuff. Wow, not her. Caught the gay cold, said someone, and then it's the cover art of Kylie's fever. <laughs> I mean, I get the connection for sure. I love love these like um, audio memes right now. (laughs) Yeah, famously, they work really well uh, spoken and told after you've seen them. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like some people are like trying to rally the gay guys and be like, actually, 
it's like more serious than memes. Like, I don't know. Did you say you know people with it or? Yes. Um, I have a, a household of friends in Brooklyn who all came down with it. And they're all fine, but it still seems a little fishy to me. Maybe we should take note from Toronto and maybe close it up for a bit. I don't know. Um, the United States has been kind of hog wild since um, the pandemic started. Like we never really shut down even <laughs> like right, barely. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? It could be like the new variant of COVID, but it's not for really fun to talk about that. So who knows? <sighs> Here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen. I can tell you for a fact. Toronto will open like 5% at a time until we're really comfortable. And that's when like... CNN will catch on to gay cold. Exactly. <laughs> Which is just COVID-5 or like, so we're never going to open, I'm calling it. Yeah, under Justin Blackface Trudeau's reign. I don't even know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yep, that's our king. It's our prince. Yeah. <laughs> so stay safe. That's our time. No. Uh, yeah, mask up, everyone. <laughs> Do you think you're, ba- you're back into masking? Like, I feel like I was really getting comfortable not masking. So I... Are like, we there yet? That's my question. I don't know. In the U.S., at least everyone essentially is not wearing masks in, like, even the grocery store and everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine with me. I just recently finally debuted my face again, maskless. Um, <laughs> Looking <laughs> I don't good. know. Like, obviously... I feel it's more of just a comfort thing for most people at this point um, because I think most people are getting vaxxed, but yeah, I don't know, whatever. It's fine. I had the natural immunity and the vax, so I think I'm all set forever. Oh, shit. I uh, am one vax in, so my next vax is on Friday. Congrats. I don't know if I have, thank you. I don't know if I have natural immunity. I've never even had a COVID test. It just hasn't really. Are you really raw dog I think so, yeah. Um, I was at a protest today in Trinity Bellwoods, the iconic park, and uh, I did wear a mask, so there's that. I feel like we've explained COVID in like such respectful detail that we should now pivot to Slater. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. The next natural topic. Obviously, yeah. Because she do be spitting on her fellow concert goers. Oh, yeah. You saw that too. Yeah. What did she tweet again? Can you remind us? Yeah. Let's, let me do some research. Um, okay. I guess. Typing sounds. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> I guess um, to the listeners that are not mm-hmm. aware, basically there was this <laughs> this image that has been going sort of soft viral of Slater looking pretty rough at a concert really close up. Like someone in the Mm -hmm. first row must have snapped a shot of her. Um, Okay. It's, (laughs) she's so nasty. She spat on everyone. Um, (laughs) And she like, her mouth is just fully open, like tongue out. Um, And then she kind of addressed it on Twitter (laughs) and tweeted, you better buy your fucking tickets Friday or I'm going to be nasty and spit on everyone. So And so she did. I guess she's a self-aware <laughs> queen to a certain extent. So needless to say, she's doing shows again, but she also just put an album out. And honestly, I feel like no one listened in a way. I think like in a way, Slater yeah. fatigue is high. Right. You think so too, right? Like, I don't know. I think it was just like one of the longest album rollouts in like, 
American history. Like it really took a really long time. But um, I listened. Did you listen? So, yeah, I listened to the singles over this and Clouds. I will say Clouds was like probably like one of the best pop songs I've heard recently. Not to gas her up, but I really (laughs) (laughs) was really into it for a few days. Um, (laughs) A few days. Yeah. Huge praise. I know. (laughs) Um, And yeah, as a homework assignment for the pod, I guess I like tried to listen Mm -hmm. to more. And my takeaway was that one song called Butterflies that's about one minute long was really good, but um, (laughs) maybe she should have leaned into that one more because that was probably my favorite. I'm okay. I'm shocked. I thought Butterflies was the point when listeners would drop off. Like, oh, wow. Low point for me, Butterflies. Yeah. Okay. So I guess. um, So we're fighting. (laughs) We are. We are. Yeah. Um, I like over this too. Okay, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Over This. Um, Over This could be on the radio, I think. I I love that for her, honestly. Yeah, I love Over This by Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I honestly, it's maybe embarrassing how much I like. I mean, I recognize the low points, but I think the high points are high enough that I don't really fucking care. Like, I feel like some of the high points are so good that they're like some of her best songs. Like... Venom is like classic to me. I think that's one of the first songs. It's like classics later. Venom. Venom. Hit them with the Venom. Uh, oh, Doghouse. That was one that was like kind of ballroom. Like the Vogue beat with the hot clap, you know? There was one song I noticed. I forget which one it was. I think maybe Serial Killer that had the same. Mm-hmm. It had like a Drake beat in it. Like from oh. early Drake. I forget which song, but from one of his first albums, I think she literally just copy-pasted, like, his beat, which was really interesting for her, but... Yeah, right? Like, I feel like she tried, like, one to two new things on this. Like, well, she fully leaned into, like, the pop-punk, not to say the H-word, but hyper-pop, right? She leaned (laughs) into that on maybe, like, over this. Right. But I like Throatzilla, question mark. Juan hated it, I remember. Um, I feel like the production's cool. Lyrically, maybe not quite my uh, my vibe at this point. Right. It is just about giving head, like, really dramatically, but never say never. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, I did hear One that day. she... she, Someone, I forget who tweeted it, so sorry to that man, but there was this tweet that was like, if you're a fan of Slater, I really highly recommend to you that you do not go see her live <laughs> just oh, because shit. I guess she's like not the best act. Um, but I mean, sure. the production is definitely solid. Um, do you even know who produces her stuff? Is it like her slash someone else? I don't know. Oh, that would be such a great thing to know James. Probably... And I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not Jack Antonoff. So at least there's that. That's very true. Like, I don't even really know where she's based, you know? Like, I don't know. She was like a Midwest girl. I don't know if she's still living there, but... Oh. Speaking of, like, um, the word West, I love the song Cowboy. Cowboy. Is that what it's called? Cowboy, yeah. This is a really good segment, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it's called? Um, Oh, yeah, and this later album's called Troubled Paradise. Jesus. I I mean, I listened to it for sure, but... For some reason, yeah, I'm having course. a hard time just recalling. 
But yeah, Cowboys by Slater is like it. Really good. Like world class. Like world class pop. It's just good, you know? Yeah. When it works, it works. Um, so thank you, Slater. Uh Thirdzilla. Yeah, don't see her live. So that's Slater. We've covered the gay cold. What have you been like? This is a plot twist, but like what have you been like into these days? I've been what, what are you into, James? <laughs> How do I explain? Um, <laughs> I've been <laughs> I've been randomly into this very TikTok adjacent artist called Pink Panthers. She has like four songs. I don't know if you've heard. You've tweeted. I haven't heard. <laughs> yeah, for fans of like Claro, which I guess we'll be getting more into. Um, <laughs> you should probably stream Pink Panthers. Um, it's very like lo-fi starter pack. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like good. It's fine. Not really much else to say about that because also with those songs, they're about one minute seconds. each. Yeah. So <laughs> good enough for me, honestly. Yeah. We can talk about Claro. I have to say, I'm a fan of Claro. That album just worked for me. But she's back with, say, with me, Jack Antonov, right? Right. So I have a very interesting story arc with her because. <laughs> Before I really ever listened to her, I was just automatically extremely diametrically opposed to her. And I would always... Industry just, plant. Exactly. I would share my opinions without ever listening. I was like, fuck Claro, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, there is some truth to the industry plant thing because, you know, whatever, her family, I think, is well-connected in the record industry, but whose isn't? Mm-hmm. If you're a successful artist at this point, so whatever, but... yeah. Yeah, then once I listened to the Rostam-produced album, that really mm-hmm. that really turned me into a Claro stan, unfortunately. But it's really good. Um, <laughs> it is really good, yeah. Um, I also love her song with Muramasa. That's a controversial opinion, but I love it. It's called I Don't Think I Can Do This Again. And she makes sure you know it by saying it over and over. She also but, um, yeah, yeah. She has a good one with um, S.G. Lewis, too. I think it's called, um, I don't know, actually, but it's good. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should totally, all stream right. that one. Yeah, that is a song. I've seen that on Spotty for sure. Yeah, she has a new song, though. Right. Blouse? Blouse. Blouse, depending on how you say that. Blouse. Um, it's almost the type of word I've never said before, you know what I mean? But blouse, for sure. Jack Antonoff, like I said. Right. It's about her dog, right? Do you want to tell us about... Right, so I think the main take- <laughs> the main takeaway from Blouse basically is that it's a song. Mm. I was like, the BPM is what? <laughs> it's not very so good. So fucking slow. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I had high hopes, but she mm. sort of dropped the ball with that one. Um, I guess we'll see with the new album, which, uh, as she posted to Instagram, is inspired by her dog. Um, so I'll just read her little post. Please, yeah. Joni, my dog, opened my world in ways I didn't think were capable. That First of all, that's not like a sentence, I think. It's not, no. <laughs> and then she says, By caring for her, it forced me to face my own thoughts about parenthood and what it would mean to me. Stories as lessons, regrets as remorse. Thinking about something slash someone before yourself. It's a glimpse into a world <laughs> where I found that domesticity is what i was missing so i present to you sling sling yeah 
New York's hottest club. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, catch me. Thank at, you, Claro. Catch me at Blouse, the new lesbian bar. <laughs> I think Blouse is um, a club night at Sling, actually. Oh yeah, I forgot. Huge gay cold hotspot. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, stream Sophia, I guess. Yeah, really. <laughs> Run it back. In essence, yeah, play the hits. Um, but we love Claro. She's what, like, twenty redacted. So, yeah, just cool. like me, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. Age check. Um. Do I drop the age? It is cancer season. Um. But yeah, I'm about oh. to be twenty four in like a week. Mm-hmm. So send me some birthday wishes. Cute. Happy birthday, James Zington Bear. Thank you so much. Some youth in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? I guess like, um, I guess we could pivot to like the fact that that was produced by Jack Antonoff <laughs> and his reign <laughs> yeah, over look, all the girls. Good luck with this one. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like, what does there to even say? It's crazy. We need like a full list, like Lana for sure, Taylor obviously, right? And then Lord. Oh, there's the new Lord single. Of course, yeah, Solar power right solar power the cover art of that was a meme for honestly one of the longest times in history i was kind of off twitter during it but every time i went on it that was that was the meme like her jumping over the camera kind of right with with the blue sky above which i guess was like sort of i mean in my mind that was sort of the purpose of the album art i mean she knew Mm. what she was getting herself into kind of showing cooch like that but (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. She apparently it was getting taken down from the memes were getting removed from Twitter um, for for like copyright violation, which sort of goes against the whole purpose of what she was trying to do. So that's I don't know something to think about. That's like Taylor Nation shit. Yeah, that's not right. That's not how the internet works. Um, okay, so we have Jack Antonoff production discography. Buckle the fuck up. Seemingly endless productions with fun between 2009 and 2012. Um, Tegan and Sarah, Carly Rae Jepsen, Sarah Bareilles. He did Brave, which I feel like is like the the Sarah Bareilles song. It's kind of like her fight song, if I'm not mistaken. I can't even imagine what that sounds like. I think it sounds like fight song. (laughs) Okay. Christina Perry, I don't know who that is. Bleachers, let's never forget. Troy Sivan. Didn't know that. And Rachel Platten. Okay, so fight song. Right. Um, Fifth Harmony, Brooke Candy. Okay, it's actually getting crazy in 2016. Zane, uh, How to Dress Well, like wow. Banks, Lord from Melodrama. Okay, yeah. Okay, he's been around. Like, it's a lot, I feel. Um, when does it end, right? Right. And I feel like I love um, Lana's album produced by him, Norman F. and Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, that's probably his peak, and I don't really know what else. I think he should just sort of stop after that because I don't know. He's he's clearly like somewhat of a talented producer, but I think he's just yeah. spreading himself too thin. And the Lord song is whatever. Like I just put it on repeat the one day to force myself to really listen and maybe like it. And now I'm at a point where I'm like sort of indifferent to it, but I don't know. Hopefully the album is better. Um, we didn't even talk about 
blouse the song really. But yeah, I mean, like getting me to listen and like folk music is just, I feel like a losing battle at this point. I like have to admit that to myself and everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Like, it's just really not. The like melancholiness. It's it's not going to stick. Yeah, you just have to, to tell you. You have to be realistic about it. So at least you are. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, you're it's valid. It's taken me a while. <laughs> Jack's been busy. Dixie Chicks. Sia. No, the chicks. The chicks. Sorry. Yeah, it literally said that. I just um filled in the <laughs> blank. You know. <laughs> Even FKA Twigs. Holy Terrain was with Jack. Wait, that's crazy. It is crazy because Skrillex also was involved. So, what's the truth? You know. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of men in one room. Really, it's kind of gay. It's kind of gay at that point, <laughs> <laughs> fellas. Um, okay, let's let's move on though. Thank you, Jack. I guess we can go right into another kind of what Jack protege Lana Del Rey. Right. Her birthday. Happy birthday, Lana. Yeah, our famous cancer, her cancer is sun, her Leo's moon, etc. <laughs> yep. She posted four adorable photos of her birthday party. She's wearing some kind of like animal backpack, serving furry a bit. Right. And she posted her brother shirtless with some caption about thanks for the cake, bro. Thanks for the cake, my bro. <laughs> so that was that was gay too. I mean, it is Pride Month. Um, um, but yeah, that was obviously like a model portfolio image. Like that is not a candid photo that Lana took of her brother. I know. She really put him on the market. She did. You're right. For the gays. For gay lust. Yeah. Pride Month which, is um, not over yet. It's true. Although any day now. How do you feel about Pride Month? What have we done? What's um, the vibe? You know, like I'm just... Really checked out of the discourse. Um, <laughs> oh my God, don't. Okay, we're not talking about discourse. Right. I'm talking about like vibe. Right. So <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast, I don't think. That's true. Um, Pride Month, you know, great intentions. Love being Cute. gay. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, perfect answer. Yeah, it's just <laughs> love is love. Ah, oh, beautiful. Thanks, James. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, in Montreal, which is where um, other co-host, let's call him Juan, is based, is in August. So we can relive it if we want to. And I believe in Toronto, some kind of like culture minister, like culture person announced that it's pride season. So it's actually not over until September. That's really haunted. It's a bit haunted, a bit spooky, a bit twisted. So um, I guess what I'm saying is get used to it. Yeah. One time I actually went to, (laughs) with an ex of mine, we went to Toronto randomly for a day trip and Mm -hmm. it just, just so (laughs) happened, it just (laughs) so happened to be pride that day in Toronto, like the festival, Mm. um, Mm -hmm. just men showing full cock on the streets. Dick and cock. Yeah. Dick dick and cock actually. Um, so that was a nice Mm -hmm. little surprise that I guess we didn't. (laughs) I uh, didn't really see coming, <laughs> to say the least. But. <laughs> this is a nice little introduction to the um, gay culture for you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was World Pride, depending on the year. It very well could have been. 
That was a fun one. Yep. World Pride, honestly, everyone like loses the pretense and just like goes out, you know, like everyone just goes to the shitty bars and it's just the best time. Yeah, World Pride <laughs> was in New York like a year or two ago. And I just remember mm-hmm. waiting 45 minutes to go to the bathroom <laughs> in the West Village somewhere. Um, that's all I can really recall, honestly. That's Toronto now, like getting into a thrift store, 45 minutes. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I have a cat in my room. I just found out. Hold on. Huge shock. <laughs> Huge plot twist. Okay, question for you. Have have you have you any thoughts on David Lynch? David Lynch. And Juan heads know exactly where I'm going with this. But yeah, thoughts on David Lynch? Because frankly, I've got none. Um yeah, definitely rings a bell. Yeah. Um, definitely a guy. Definitely a man who makes movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I You're honestly, something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like David Lynch. I just recently, re- <laughs> I re <laughs> I rewatched. Um, actually, Lana inspired me to bring it back to the pod. Um, you know, the pod theme. Lana mm-hmm. inspired me to watch his film Wild at Heart <laughs> because that's a track on Chemtrails. Right. Um, okay, and yeah. it's good. It, I I mean, basically, Laura Dern carries the movie, right? But yeah, I mean, Juan was really onto something with that tweet of his. Which went viral. The tweet was, David Lynch's movies are kind of Angel Mommy in. <laughs> and Angel Mommy is, how do I explain? I mean, like, a TikTok star, but just, like, so out of it to the point where, like, she's found a huge audience, you know? Like, the acting is bare bones, the scripting is almost zero, and yet it just fits together much like, say with me, a David Lynch movie. Right. So to kind of flip, <laughs> I explain <laughs> it further? No. Okay. I've only seen Rabbits by David Lynch, which I feel like no one has seen. Yeah, I have not seen that one. Um, <laughs> it's like a short, so I don't know why I've seen it, honestly. Yeah, that is really random, but um, I'm happy for Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I'm not a David Lynch head. I've never seen Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks kind of sucks, honestly. Um, I like Mahan Drive, but... Okay. Yeah. A take. Yeah. So, yeah, that tweet of Juan's got, like, 12,000 likes, which is a lot on Twitter. Almost as many as you could possibly get in some ways. I know. So, congrats, Juan. Yeah, congrats. (laughs) James, what's your highest uh, ranking successful tweet? So... (laughs) I know you know. Um, Well, so I had this one that was really blowing up and I had to delete it. I tweeted a photo of, you know, how Hollister looks in the mall with like the steps. Do I know? Yeah, like the the famous roof almost. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Um, mm -hmm. I was. Cottagecore? Yeah. Um, And I was visiting home. So I was at my hometown mall and. (laughs) <laughs> it had seemingly been turned into a bookstore. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah. So, but covered kept, in like printer paper signs that said book sale. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, they kept the Hollister vibe. Like, they didn't tear any mm-hmm. of that down. So, I tweeted something like, at the Hollister <laughs> bookstore, y'all need anything? 
<laughs> and I think I really um, hit into a, you know how everyone loves nostalgia. That's my theory as to why it yep. blew up so much, but it wasn't really even yes. that good. Um, and people started replying to the point where they were like, which mall is this? And they started um, <laughs> nailing down which mall it was. And I'm like, okay, I don't need any locals following me. So I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> You become like a beacon of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. I, um, Hollister was such an experience. Like that podium where you could pick the music that was playing, that was like visionary, first of all. But, um, at Hollister? Yeah. Yeah. That was at least the thing at, in my local Hollister. Oh, you could like, there's a touchscreen jukebox up here. Yeah. Hey. Eaton Center, even up in Canada. Eh? <laughs> I've seen that photo since. You deleted it. It's been going around still. Oh, good. So it's like I've on, seen it in like replies of viral tweets and shit for sure. Good. So it's on probably like screenshot Instagram meme world or something like that. Oh, absolutely that. Yeah, absolutely that. So congrats. Yeah. Uh, any idea of the numbers before you deleted? It was at that point where I knew if I didn't delete, it was going to be one of those like not to brag. I'm not even bragging, but it was going to be one of those ones that like unfortunately reached. <laughs> like a million or something because at the rate that it yeah. was going i'm like let me just uh, wrap this up right now <laughs> sign <Wow>. off. <laughs> but no it, it was just like my phone was about to um sort of explode so i absolutely had yeah. to do what i had to do cute yeah that was a good tweet that was actually i mean that's like the almost the first tweet i think of when i think of james.com damn i should have kept it up i guess i guess so yeah too bad let the locals fly in <laughs> Oh, well. So that was um, kind of a tribute to Juan, co-host of this pod. I wanted to talk to you about Apple Music. They're trying this new gimmick called Spatial Audio. And are you Spotify or Apple Music, first of all, or neither? Um, so I chaotically have both. Same. Hmm. Um, what does I, that mean? Yeah. I, so I used to love Spotify and I was a huge advocate but then they just started doing all these updates and right now mm. I feel like it's to the point where they just have to keep their whole staff employed so every day they just put out some fucked update that I that mm -hmm. does not make the app any better and they're actively worsening it every day <laughs> so yeah. that's like every company I feel like yeah, I just had to switch to Apple because I couldn't even find my albums or anything anymore. Yes, totally, yeah. But yeah, the whole lossless thing is... <laughs> my theory about that is just that I'm sure there's technically a difference between... You know, like if you look at the file size or whatever, I'm sure lossless actually <laughs> is better quality. <laughs> Not that we can like check or anything, but... Oh, we're talking about different things, James. Really? The Dolby yeah. Atmos thing, lossless. I feel like it's all in the I same boat. Maybe, but the Dolby, the um, spatial audio by Dolby or right. whatever I believe is how it's phrased, is a complete, in their words, remastering of like specific songs and albums. So like where maybe like a song would have like piano and guitar before, now like the piano is more in one ear. And the guitar is more in another ear. It's very much like the logical conclusion of ASMR is my take. It's oh. very like tingly. Like I feel like they're going for tingles without saying it, you know? Right. Um, 
But they also, like, I'm actually not crazy. They did. No, you're not. You're not. In conjunction. I would never say that. No, obviously. But in conjunction (laughs) with that update, they also rolled out something called Lossless, which Mm -hmm. from my understanding is like what Title has been offering for $20 a month or whatever. So they have that now. And even though I feel like no one can hear the difference, I feel like the reason they're doing it is just to just like fuck up Spotify's whole budget because now Spotify has to yeah. match that for the same price and Apple has way more money. So I feel True, like it's yeah. really just a, a, a business move really. And I'm guessing like Apple already had those files or something, you know, yeah, like, I know. it's a little sketchy. Like having iTunes helped them so much, like having everything on iTunes on Apple music was like, that had to be like the easiest switch to flip of all time, you know? Because there's still stuff on Apple that's not on Spotify, I find. Yeah, they were, they kind of had a head start. Kind of, yeah. A decade of it, even. So, my take on spatial audio, what is it? Sham. Basically a sham, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't it's tell like the difference. It's like hacky. Um, it's hacky. I, I listened to like... um. Sam Smith and Normani Dancing with a Stranger, an Uber classic, as in like a classic in Ubers, I mean. (laughs) And uh, basically what they did with it was like reverb everything more. Mm. So just like everything was like longer and you like kind of couldn't hear the vocals as well. Because like they just wanted everything to like sound like it's behind you or whatever, like beside you. Right, because they're trying to do like a surround sound fake thing. Yes, yes. And um, they're, like, implying that it, like, involves this technology. They're, like, I think they said it only works on, like, phones right now, like iPhones and, like, AirPods. But it's, like, ultimately still a file. Like, literally, it's a stereo file still, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds like fake news to me, personally. It's just, like, it's bullshit, yeah. It's bullshit, but ASMR fans, we got... (laughs) Yeah, it's it's your time. Unless, like, the entire Claro album is, like, slowed and bass-boosted and heard from the bathroom of a party type vibe, you know? Yeah, then we'll be streaming. People can play with that. Definitely. Then we'll be streaming. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, James, did you, did you watch Eurovision? And furthermore, are you aware of the winner, Manskin? Maniskin? So, I did not watch, but I did listen to their most popular track (laughs) i don't know it's like really weird you don't have to say it yeah (laughs) right it's kind of implied but um oh it's i want to be your slave is their biggest track yeah (laughs) the lyrics were super weird like i i just of course like europeans come out with that because that would get canceled immediately here rightfully but 100 percent um there's this really really great dj here named Bambi, DJ Bambi, and her like party trick at like any rave she was performing at would be to play Britney, I'm a slave for you and lower the volume during the word slave. So it's just white guys yelling the word slave at her. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a nuts atmosphere. She, I've, I've seen her do it twice. It was, um, oh my God, honestly, high concept both times. Yeah. Really good. That is very high concept. But I, I I didn't even realize Man and Skins, the Eurovision winner's biggest song was I Want to Be Your Sleep. I thought it was what they performed at Eurovision, which is Ziti Ibuoni. 
they fully have an album out is what is what happened actually and what are your thoughts on it well i loved the performance um juan and i discussed eurovision pretty in detail at the time but like since our last episode which was the end of may they've just blown up like they were in like every publication i can think of like vulture new york times end of list (laughs) (laughs) and yeah they're just like they had that scandal with the coke did you see that people thought they did coke but they didn't what what did they do instead of coke i mean like honestly no one knows (laughs) but it wasn't coke so there you go they didn't get they could have gotten disqualified, but they didn't. So, wow. Well, good for them. Yeah. Um, does did like anyone you know watch Eurovision? Because I feel like that flopped this year in North America, anyway. Yeah, not really. I, I definitely haven't had a conversation about Eurovision with anyone. That fucking sucks. It was so fun. Yeah, I would be down to, I guess, know more about it. But um, mm-hmm. I'm just already so busy being unemployed. So, <laughs> we'll give you some time to catch up then. Yeah. Yeah. Link until next the... time. <laughs> <laughs> so, sup? What's up this week? Anything I should know? This week? No, not really. Honestly, what about you? Really, nothing. Any um, more protests? I feel like I've. No. Okay. Yeah. I guess I should like update, but um. I feel like there are encampments like all over, you know, the world essentially right now because of the pandemic, just people tenting essentially. So the cops are like obsessed with finding shit to do. Like I know in New York, for example, they're constantly kicking people out of Washington Square Park, maybe even. So I feel like cops are just really bored this summer. Like they kind of thought protests would pick up and like fill up their schedule a little bit more. But it's clear that they, like, have holes in their calendar and um, they decided to, like, kick people out of the park that were living there with all their belongings. And yeah, it's just, like, a bit pointless, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like a kind of a waste of time. So a ton of people went down today in Toronto to just, like, keep an eye on things, essentially, to make sure they didn't, like, get away with too much. And I feel like that was a success in any case. But, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. It seems like there was an actual like feasible goal with that protest Mm -hmm. which is always good yeah just because i recently went to a small pride month protest (laughs) and (laughs) at one point this white dude who was like running the chants started screaming and keep in mind it was through like sort of a gentrified area (laughs) he started screaming as a chant for people to repeat after him that black trans people used to live here and then there was a lot of drama within the small protest because someone pointed out that black trans people still do live there (laughs) and then a bunch of people like left and there was all this beef um so it was not a very not a very light day but um i guess i was glad to be a part of it uh oh my god i'm glad i wasn't a fly on the wall for that right yeah you really missed out these vegan bitches want beef, to quote a philosopher. To quote <laughs> philosopher Slater, who totally ripped off 303, one might say. Oh, really? Are you With not that a, line? <laughs> do, do you not know the, um, uh, what is it? Something like vegetarian, I ain't fucking scared of him. 303 lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
No, I, I simply don't know 303. Well, you're very lucky. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I like how she updated it for the times with vegan, although... She did. I guess I would have, like, would have gone more with, like, um, paleo or, like, I don't know, something a little more new than vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I randomly broke my... I've been on this kind of crazy... It's not even vegetarian. Like, I eat fish, but... Uh, I was so hungover the one day that I randomly ate bacon with my breakfast after like four years, just on a whim. <laughs> so that's where my mental health is at. Just let me that have some. Good to me. Let me have some bacon. No, it was good. Some f- fried pork. Yeah, of course it was good. It tasted exactly like I remembered. There was no like shock value or anything. It just sort of happened. <laughs> just went right down, slid right down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well. Good for you for being kind of vegetarian. Fish is fine. That's my take. It is. I fully am eating steak these days and like, you know, chicken, the whole thing. I just got a barbecue, so a small one. So that's my meal update. (laughs) Yeah, this is now a food podcast. Yeah, food podcast, vegan pod. Um, Just rolling with the punches, really. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've got nowhere to be. You said you've got nothing to do. Yeah, absolutely not. Oh, you were saying you were listening to Cancellation Police, that episode recently? Yes. With I, lis- I listened to the episode with High T. It was really good. I had to dig into the hotties mm-hmm. archives because I usually, when I'm trying mm-hmm. to fall asleep, I just search for a nice podcast to listen to. So, of course, you know, I had to dig wow. into the archives. You know what? When we started the Discord... um, Many people were like, this is a relaxing podcast for me. Like, it is this pretty is what relaxing. I listen to to sleep. Yeah. And I didn't like, neither one or I knew kind of that was the vibe, but we've like been leaning into it ever since a bit. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> we'll see um, how I'm received, but I guess I'm going to shake it up. Time to wake up, everyone. Yeah. People <laughs> are like wide awake. Yeah. Just like strung out. <laughs> yeah. Not sleeping tonight. <laughs> Not sleeping tonight, eh? I was going to talk about how, like, life is getting better here in Toronto anyway. It's been better in Montreal. But, like, you've been having a good time in New York, so... Yeah, it's just sort of been a shit show. We don't have to get into the details, but, yeah, it was a fun weekend. Um, Everything is basically business as usual. Right. Except for the gay gay flu. Um, So stay vigilant. A guy on Twitter was, like, replying to someone's gay call tweet and was like... The first guy had like been describing the symptoms and they were like horrid. And the guy who replied was like more like the gay plague. And the guy was like, better not call it that. Like <laughs> that's what we're not gonna do, actually, is call it the yeah, gay plague. That's actually grounds for cancellation. Like, um Okay. Like that's definitely not it, but could not be it, yeah. <laughs> could could not be it. So yeah. Anyways. I um, just want to shout out to my Canadians who have been struggling, you know? <laughs> it's been tough seeing all these F-words like James party for the last three or four weeks, so... Yeah, honestly, my prayers go out to you. Um, it gets mm-hmm. better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm always hearing that. Yeah. And saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think we kind of tore that, though. It was cute. Yeah. So thanks, James.com. Um, full name, James Bottom Text, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> of Redacted Neighborhood. Exactly. 
Did you have a good time? First podcast, right? I did. This is my podcast debut. So thanks for having me, Joshi. It was nice to meet you earlier yeah. today on FaceTime too. It was, yeah. It was cute. Live from the park. <laughs> well, I have a hunch that um you'll be booked and busy on the podcast circuit after this. So <laughs> you're welcome. And come back on anytime. Yes, I definitely will. Cool. Um, what's the quote? Thanks for the cake, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Thanks for the cake. <laughs>